Hey, how you doing? Brian Kane, mental performance coach here with Reflect and Refocus number eight. We're talking about producers and operators. Producers, who are the people that are going to be out there in the field, getting it done, bringing the juice, connecting with others, and who are the operators that are behind the scenes, calling the shots, making the plans, letting the producers do what they do so that the operators can sit back and do what they do. And together, we move the needle and get results. Big week, big week here. Actually, one of the biggest weeks in the history of my life because it was the most recent one. It's the only one I could do anything about. So major things to update you on. First of all, CK Kane, my 18-month-old daughter with her first winter production play. They did Jingle Bells. They had all the kids in the school sitting there singing Jingle Bells. She sat there with her antlers on, and then she had a little bell that she was just shaking. We didn't know that that's what she was going to be doing. We would have prepared. We would have trained. We would have practiced, but she dominated the day. She shook her bells as well as bells can be shooken. Congratulations. John Tavares, captain, your Toronto Maple Leafs, becoming the 98th player in the history of the NHL. And when I did a little Google search, there's been 7,500 players to play in the NHL. I think it's got to be more than that. That doesn't seem like pretty low to me. But the captain scored his thousandth point, becoming one of the first 100 players in the history of the NHL to do so. Congrats, JT. I want to talk about, again, being the general and the soldier, the producer and the operator. You see, in your life, you have to be the general and the soldier. You have to be the general that gives you the orders that says, hey, before I go to bed tonight, let me give, you, give myself the orders for tomorrow. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to sweat before screens. I'm going to do my morning routine. I'm then going to get family time. Then I'm going to go into work. I'm going to crush it one block at a time. I'm going to shut down end of the day, shut down complete and leave work at work and go back and be family. And then I'm going to get ready to go to bed and I'm going to rinse and repeat and do it again one day at a time, treating every day as if it has a life and history of its own because it does, because it's the biggest day in the history of your career, because it's the only day you could do anything about. So be the general and give yourself orders about how you're going to dominate the day and then be the soldier and execute on those orders. Follow through and do what you said you were going to do. Not hard. Not hard. Oh, let me rephrase that. Clear. Give yourself orders, follow through, execute. You got to be the soldier and the executioner. You got to be the general and the soldier. So give yourself the orders and then go out and execute. It's like producers and operators. This week had a great team meeting with my group over here at Brian Kane Peak Performance and just trying to bring clarity, right? We're always trying to bring as leaders clarity, accountability, and support to our teams. And bringing clarity on, are you a producer? Are you an operator? A producer is one that's in sales. A producer is one that's the face. A producer is one that's interacting with people all day long, where an operator is behind the scenes making things happen, doing work that allows the operator to go or allowing the producer to go do what they do. So it's very few people that can be elite at being both a producer and an operator. I mean, you got to be able to make the plans and give yourself orders. But more importantly than that, can you have somebody who does the planning and you go out and execute? And when you're in a startup, when you're growing, you're going to probably do both for a long time until you can get to the place where you get to pick. Do I want to be a producer out in the field, an operator in command, making plan for the op, for the producer to go and execute on. I'm sorry, ha! For the producer, yeah, to go operate on. You know what I'm saying? Producers, operators, operators behind the scene. Producer out there doing it, getting it done. Shifting gears here. 
let me talk to you with you. I shouldn't say to you, never to you, always with you. Something here that I've been working on is if I blank, then I will blank. We call these if then intentions. So if I wake up, then I will get on the treadmill and walk 5,000 steps before I start my day. If I end my work day, then I will leave my phone in my office and go engage with my kids. If I say I will be done at five o'clock, then I will set an alarm to tell me to get done at 4.30. So if I fill in the blank, then I will fill in the blank. That's about creating rock solid habits, my friends. And one of the habits that you want to create is to live 212. 212. If you got water and it's 211 degrees, that's hot. Push it to 212 and that boils. That creates steam. That steam can power a locomotive. So all it takes is a little more gas, a little more give a shit, a little more effort, a little bit more degree. Effort counts. Work wins. Just give a little bit more. And when you think that you're at your end, you know you're not. You think you're at your end, you're like 60% done if that. Every time I've done an ultra endurance, whether it was an Ironman, a hundred mile race, a marathon, a trail run, whatever, when you think you're done, you always got more in the tank. So just accept you got more in the tank and give more. And when you give more like that, your effort, you know what you become? You become the anchor of your own life. And what does an anchor do? An anchor when a ship is in the seas and it starts to get nasty and the wind picks up and the waves get bigger and here comes the storm. You know what the ship does? The captain drops the anchor and says, bring me that shit. Now, obviously they try to get out of there to save the ship and not get beat up. But once they accept that we're going through the storm, they drop the anchor and go, we're staying right here. Whatever you bring, whatever you give, we're going to be right here. Bring it. So what's the anchor in your life? Is it your routine? Is it your faith? Is it your work ethic? Is it the people around you? Is it your family? You can have multiple anchors. But start anchoring down. Getting grounded. And knowing how to do it. My friend Scott Battis, one of the top high school athletic directors in Illinois, did a legit presentation this week on his vision board to the Illinois State Athletic Directors Association, who I have the privilege of working with every other week on a lunch and learn. And he talked about his core principles of EAT, the school, athletic department, EAT, Energy, attitude, toughness. I was getting fired up and goosebumps as he was breaking it down. Energy, attitude, toughness. I mean, how is that not going to help you in any aspect of life? To have great energy, to choose your attitude and your perspective and your mindset and to bring toughness, willing to push through and endure. And part of toughness, as we know, is pushing the rock. As I'm sitting here in the office recording this, I got one in front of me, one behind me. They're all over the place. It drives the bear crazy. My wife, the bear crazy. I got these statues of Sisyphus. And in Heads Up Baseball, Ken Revisa, Tom Hansen, they talk about the myth of Sisyphus. It, Sisyphus was this mortal who overheard a conversation of the Greek gods. And then they got pissed that he overheard this conversation. So they decided to punish him. And their punishment was to make him go to the bottom of this hill and push this rock to the top of the hill for eternity. And Sisyphus... Being a master of the mental game, first he pushed it with his chest, then he pushed it with his back, and then he threw his right hip into it, his left hip into it, and he found different ways to push the rock. And they thought that Sisyphus would crack because as soon as the rock got top to the, to, to the close to the top of the mountain, it just rolled back down. But Sisyphus, being the savage that he was, he didn't care about getting the rock to the top of the mountain. He just wanted to push the rock. He wanted to do the work. He wanted to fall in love with the process. He wanted to pound the stone. He wanted to water the bamboo. He wanted to drive the next 200 feet. He wanted to just do what he was doing that day. One day at a time, life and history of its own, biggest day in the history, because he was pushing the rock at that time. One push at a time, one pitch at a time, one shot at a time, one play at a time. Let's go to work. Push the rock. 
couple ways I'm pushing the rock. I do a walking journal when I get on that treadmill in the morning. If I wake up, then I get on the treadmill. I walk 5,000 steps and part of my walking journal. What am I doing in that walking journal? First thing I'm doing is reflecting on my day. What were three wins the last 24 hours? What were three gratitudes the last 24 hours? What do I got to start, stop, and continue based off of my behavior in the last 24 hours? Then I set my intention for the day. What's my one-word focus? What are my three keys to keep it simple? What are my three affirmations? And then... I go into haggle statements. What do I have? Am give love, and that is my morning walking journal. I like writing it down, but I like doing it on the treadmill better because I got to get up and I got to move. Movement is my medicine. Motion creates emotion. Action changes attitudes. Movement changes moods, and I got to get up and get going. I also got to commit to garbage time. It's a concept I've talked about a lot. Garbage time. Uh, picked it up from my friend Ryan Holiday, his book, The Daily Dad. In that book, he talks about, you know, we focus so much on quality time, like quality time, taking my family to Disneyland, quality time, doing this big event, quality time. We're always in search of quality time. And on my habit share, I had quality time with Josie, quality time with the bear, quality time with CK. And I've updated that to just be garbage time. And garbage time is like, hey, that time we're out in the backyard picking up the Frenchie's uh, fecal, you know, pitching up, picking up Frenchie shit quality that's garbage time that's quality garbage time when we're in the car quality garbage time when we're our make eating breakfast together and ck's throwing cottage cheese all over the place garbage time enjoy that garbage time bath time garbage time reading them a book garbage time anything that can be garbage time just hanging out they walk over here in the office in the middle of this podcast so i have to start over again garbage time enjoy that so stop thinking so much about the quality time and just keep stacking garbage time on top of garbage time and that garbage time really is quality time Speaking of quality time, been watching Frozen 2 around here. Let's go. Dominating Disney. Scheduled some trips to Disney if anybody's interested. Going on a cruise in June, doing the damn maiden voyage in December 2024. That'll be epic. Going out of Florida. First time that Disney ship's rolling. We'll be on it. And uh, going to taking a trip to Disney World in Florida and then a Disneyland trip in California in uh, March. Bear loves Disney. I guess I love Disney. We're going. So lesson learned from Frozen. Frozen 2, actually. Maybe if you've got kids, you've seen this, where they talk about, hey, give yourself permission to just make the next best decision. If you're feeling down, if you're making bad decisions, if you don't like what you just did, okay, accept it. That's okay. Just make the next best decision. If you don't know what to do, make the next best decision. If you're feeling overwhelmed, make the next best decision. I mean, I never realized that Walter Disney was a mental performance coach. Make the next best decision. Thank you, Queen Elsa. A lot of lessons we're going to pick up from Disney as I start diving into that aspect of life. Some of you who are further down the road into your parenthood will be laughing knowing what's coming. What else do I got going on? Reading a book right now about business, Traction by Gino Wickman. Love how simple the process is. Highly, highly recommend it. Been diving into that. Working with my high-performance coach, Tom Newman, on getting my heart rate variability to climb. It's been kind of stuck around 35, 40. Getting that bad boy up over 100. I'll keep you updated as to where we are, but we are making progress. Let's roll. My success checklist. Been dominating that. Morning routine's been good. Protein House. There's a restaurant out here in Arizona called The Protein House, and I have got meal prep service getting delivered every day to me, and it hits my macros. I'm getting 185. I'm going to give you exact numbers. Hang on. Don't make, pull, make, don't make it up, and I don't need to. I can just open it up right here. Here we go. Boom. It's beautiful of the computer. Here we go. So what am I bringing in? I'm bringing in the shred salad, 486 calories, 
46 grams of protein, 26 grams of carb, 23 fat. Cajun barbecue bowl, 541 calories, 46 protein, 73 carbs, 7 fat. Bring it in the boss bowl, 668 calories, 71 protein, 55 carbs, 17 fat. And the general, my favorite, 733 calories of lean, ripping muscle tissue, 40 grams of protein, 55 carbs, 17 fat. So, why do I read off those numbers to you? Fat, carb, proteins, those are macros. Micros, every other nutrient that's gonna go in there. We focus on the macro, fat, carb, and protein to do a body comp, a transition, trying to add lean muscle mass, burn body fat, gonna get back on the DEXA scan, the gold standard, to see where I'm at come January 1st. So I got the nutrition dialed in, I got the training dialed in. Thank you, high performance coach Tom Newman. We're going to work. And from an efficiency standpoint, getting those meals delivered to my house every day, like I don't have to think about what I'm going to eat. I don't have to prepare food. I don't have to do any of that. I've just removed that decision. So if you're a pro athlete listening to this, which I assume you may be, or a mental performance coach or an entrepreneur or somebody who is trying to create time to build something, remove the decision of what you're gonna cook in the time that it takes to cook and just get a meal prep delivery service and watch how much more time you have, how much more energy you're gonna have because you're gonna eat better and you're not gonna have to use that time to prepare food. You can use that time for the thing that only you can do, which is your job or parenting. So, ask yourself this question. What does it take for you to be the best, most dominant version of you in the next week? What does it take from you to be the general and give orders, be the soldier and execute, be the producer and the operator, to give a little bit more effort, to drop that anchor, to bring energy, attitude, and toughness, to push the rock, to maximize that garbage time, to learn lessons from anything you're doing, including Disney, to read a book, know what book you're reading and going through and why and how it aligns with your goals, to maximize your fitness, and to create more time. How are you doing it? Because guess what? It ain't happening by itself. On Mental Performance Daily recently, I did a book review on Greg Harden, the mental performance coach that had Tom Brady, Desmond Howard, Michael Phelps at Michigan. His book, Stay Sane in an Insane World. And there's one phrase that comes up in that book a ton. If it is to be, it's up to me. If it is to be, it's up to me. If it is to be, it's up to me. And if it is to be, it's up to me. And when Sean Brady got inside of that UFC octagon a couple weeks ago, it was by himself, him and Kelvin Gastelman. And if you listen to his podcast, which is going to be in this feed, Mental Performance Mastery Podcast, it's going to blow your doors down. One of the best podcasts I've ever done. Thank you, Sean Brady. I'm going over 1%. Good. Dominate the day. Talk to you soon, my friends. Get some. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Performance Mastery Podcast. Please be sure to check out our sister and companion podcast, Mental Performance Daily, linked below in the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments that you think can help us to improve Mental Performance Mastery or Mental Performance Daily, please don't hesitate to share those, whether it's leaving a comment here and a review or heading over to Instagram and dropping me a direct message at Brian Kane Peak. I value your suggestions. I value your time and I want to make sure that we're constantly delivering you the value to help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Thanks for being with us and let's dominate the day.